Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sport card collector, and investor, professional wrestling fan. As I sit here and record this episode, it is a little bit outside of my regular routine. And I'm a very routine-oriented individual, and so I'm going to have to look past that, and that's okay. That's because I think I mentioned it last week. I'm trying to get out of town, man. Trying to hit the beach. Spring break, baby. No, there will not be any... Uh, beer bongs or um, beer pong at the beach. There will not be any wild nights at the club. There will not be any uh, Little John and Usher. Yeah. Shout out to all of you old has-beens who that message resonates with. Uh, I remember vividly a spring break in the Bahamas my senior year of high school. And I think I heard, yeah by Little John and Usher uh, 100 times at the club, and there was some madness going on. No, no, no. Spring break for me these days is just a lot of sitting and doing nothing. I don't even really like the sun. It's just change of scenery and time to get away. So I am dedicated to keeping a steady rhythm to the Stacking Slabs podcast because consistency is king in life. I'm a big fan of consistency. You got to be consistent with whatever you do. And the more consistent you are in the hobby, the more people are going to take note and the more friends you're going to make. I am for certain of that. So in keeping the consistency going, I had to get the Wednesday episode recorded. Special day here as this drops. We're going to talk about that. But I've been just consistent with releasing Wednesday and Friday episodes since the start of Stacking Slabs. Can you dig it, sucker? Shout out to all my Booker T fans out there. This episode is episode 98. How about that? Isn't that something? If you have been along for the ride and the journey, I appreciate it. If you're new to the show, what's happening? We have fun here in the Stacking Slabs podcast and the Stacking Slabs brand. We talk about sports cards, we talk about collecting, we talk about life, we talk about just what it takes and the escape that this hobby brings. And by the one thing I've learned throughout this crazy journey on episode 98 of the Stacking Slabs podcast is that everything we do should be pointed at giving back to the hobby because through good times and bad, the hobby is here to support what we're doing and it is an ultimate Relief. Our lives are better with sports cards. That's right. There's some philosophers in the hobby. People calling me a philosopher. I don't know about that. I just like to have fun. I like to use words. I like to write. I like to do my thing, man. I like to collect cards. I'm a collector. I do like to make money on cards, not necessarily make money to sell. And maybe that is making money. But I do like to see my the value of my uh, card prices go up. That's who doesn't, right? I'm having a blast doing this. And even though 
as you're listening to this, I'm on vacation. I'm probably on Instagram looking at sports card stuff because I have more time than I typically do on this week. My life has been wild. You know about this. I have been trying to build a company. And man, the last couple of days in prepping for the departure has been a little stressful, but that's okay. That's what vacation is for. So if you feel like you need a little break in the action, do a vacation. Doesn't necessarily mean go anywhere. Just kind of take a break from the action. Give back to yourself. Give back to your mind. Give yourself a break. I'm trying to give myself a break. That's why I'm trying to record this damn episode before I depart. I appreciate all of the support and everyone who's been there since day one. As I am dropping this, it's like trade NBA trade deadline madness. I have been grinding all day, but looking up at my phone and seeing some notable moves. I'm not going to get into this because it's not a sports talk show. We don't. We're not. We're not telling you what we think about things that are happening in sports. Maybe we do a little bit, but you know what I mean. I think there's a difference between sports cards and sports card talk show people. You know, there's a fine line, fine balance there. Um, but I did see Victor Oladipo going to the Heat. All right. All right, Vic. Looks like you were in a dumpster fire of a situation there for a little bit in Houston. You got yourself out and you got where you wanted to be in Miami. Be interesting to see Jimmy Butler and Victor Oladipo play together. That's a pretty solid dynamic. Um, the Heat, man, the Pacers beat them twice in Miami. And it, I was trying to figure out the whole time why this is the team that went to the finals. How did we possibly make this happen? And so I think infusing a guy like Victor into their uh, system will probably help them out. Uh, good, good move for Victor, I think. I think he's probably pretty excited about it. Also, I think Victor is trying to get that brand to pop, and Miami's not a bad place to do it. Um, I'll be following along until the deadline. I'm sure everyone else has been, um, as you have been consuming all of the NBA content. I want to just say thank you to all the weekly RIP readers. If you haven't already, definitely visit the link in my Instagram bio. Sign up for the weekly RIP. It's freaking free, man. Um, I'm having fun doing that. I like to write. It's an additional, it's additional work on my plate, but it's work I enjoy. I enjoy curating some hobby content for you. I enjoy the feedback. If you're enjoying it, let me know how I'm doing. I got to just shout this out because you all know I'm a degenerate Colts fan. Got to shout out to my man, the ghost, T.Y. Hilton, on coming back. I'm really happy that they worked out a deal for a year, $10 million. We'll see what happens. But I wanted to see T.Y. Hilton and Carson Wentz play together. That was something that I was definitely hoping would happen, and it's played out. And I know T.Y.'s got some years under his belt, but, man, when T.Y. and Luck were together, that was just outrageous. And I think, I'm not calling Carson Wentz Andrew Luck by any stretch, but I think Carson Wentz has got the deep ball, and we all know T.Y. likes the deep ball. Speaking of Colts, as I record this, a lot of Peyton Manning uh, auctions going down on the PWCC uh, auction tonight, um, and I'm excited to watch those. I will not be participating, unfortunately, because I landed a big boy card today as I record this, and I will be talking about that soon today. Today is a day. March 31st, 
as this goes live. How'd you all, how'd you like all those lives in the Friday conversation? Man, that story uh, between Shay and Eddie with Investacard. I mean, just sign me up, man. Just, I could listen to that stuff forever. There's so many personalities in the hobby. I just love it. I love seeing these personalities come to life. And it's not necessarily like people trying to put themselves over and be something they're not. It's just there's a lot of passionate people with personalities who like to have fun. And I love seeing those worlds come together. And I think nothing, nothing, uh, there's no better opportunity to see those things come together than at a card show. And we've been seeing a lot of that recently at the Dallas show. So that's why I had that crew on. Shout out. Shea Wade Vlog, shout out my man Max at Putnam Cards, shout out my man Greg at Pack Profits, good brothers in the hobby, sharing some perspective on the Stacking Slab show. Back to March 31st. March 31st is a significant day in the sports card hobby because, and I hope I don't get this wrong, this is a little outside my lane. I don't typically uh, look at this. So if this isn't completely right, don't sacrifice me, but I believe it is right through my own investigation and checking unless they move something around on me. And you know the hobby loves to move stuff around on people all day. But I believe today, March 31st, 2021, is the release of 2021 Prism Basketball, baby. Who is fired up? Who is getting ready to unload their bank accounts and buy some hobby boxes? Who's getting ready to pay a second mortgage on the house, who is ready to do some gambling, rip those packs, pull those rookies, and hope and pray to God that they're going to be worth something. Remember, if you're a weekly rip reader, I talked about the junk wax era. Junk, oh, junk wax era. I mean the junk slabs era. That's been talked about. So make sure that if you're throwing money in prison basketball and you're just ripping hobby boxes like a degenerate, be careful because if you're trying to slab everything up and you're sending it away to PSA and by the time it re returns, might not be worth anything, then you'd be double in the hole. So be cautious out there, buyers. But I will say it is a, a joking aside, <laughs> it is a significant day in the hobby. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about the prison brand. I'm going to tell you a little bit of story and give you some context about my thoughts about Prism and when I got back in the hobby, I'm kind of what it meant to me. Spend a little time appreciating Prism basketball. Whether you like it or whether you don't, it is a significant brand in the sports card hobby. And I like to talk about things that are significant. Right out of the gates, I said this past week, the effort to put into a great chase makes the acquisition that much sweeter. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my sweet sapphire. The blue dot finally appears in the safe search, a lead from a hobby buddy, seeing the peace in the wild at a show. These are the moments that keep the engine rolling. Man, that's what I'm talking about. I think everybody should appreciate a good chase. And hopefully, if you're out there listening to Stacking Slabs, you're chasing a few things. Sometimes the chase is more 
fun than the actual acquisition. We know this. We've all been through this. There's always several things that I'm chasing. And, you know, we've got our eBay listings. That's why I talked about the blue dot. We all have those searches. How about those searches that we have saved that we check every day and there's never the blue dot? Has it ever happened to you that all of a sudden you look and all of a sudden there's a blue dot? Talk. Think about that experience where you click into the card and then sometimes you're disappointed and it's just a bad listing. But sometimes it is what you've been looking for and there's seven days left and you start thinking in those seven days, all right, I have seven days to prepare for this card that I have been trying to chase for however long. That's the fun part about sports cards. I think people go to these shows, obviously, to, we heard about it on the show on Friday, people bring their big boy cards to try to chase grails and try to find cards that they have been looking for and try to see if they're at the show. But oftentimes, these cards, they're very rare. They're meaningful, and they're not just everywhere. So people go to these shows, and the power of going to shows not, is not necessarily hoping that you stumble across your grail. It's networking and gathering information. Networking, gathering information, and building and developing relationships is the key ingredient to having a successful chase. Now, this is when you got to open up your mind a little bit and come from a place of abundance and not feel so siloed and isolated. And you can't have the mindset that I'm going to go figure this out on my own. Sometimes it happens, but your, your chances of having a successful chase go up dramatically when you've got a network of people that know what you're looking for and are here to help you out. It's not just about shows. It's about the relationships that we build and develop online. These are powerful relationships. People that slide into my DMs regularly, people that I slide into their DMs, people that I appreciate. I appreciate their viewpoint. I appreciate their opinion. And I appreciate the information that they can bring to me on a regular basis. Chances are, if people have been on the Stacking Slabs podcast, you might you probably be in that network of people that I want to chat with and want to learn something from. It all starts for me with bringing guests on Stacking Slabs. I, I don't just bring on anybody. I bring on people that I want to learn from and people that I can gain value with for the foreseeable future. I think being on a, a great chase uh, helps develop patience. And patience in life and in sports cards is an important quality. Everything is so transactional and so about the hot thing and move, 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 sell, 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 buy, 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 that it's almost, it's very nice sometimes just to sit back and let everything happen in front of you and just sit and watch the madness happen. I know for a fact that there are the, the silent collectors out there and those people are sitting back watching the madness and kind of laughing at all of us when they're looking through their stacks of exquisites and ex stacks of Kobe's stacks of LeBrons. I mean, those, those people are uh, the hobby goats, man, and they can do that. I think it also teaches being on a chase budgeting. Budgeting's important. Like, we don't want to go in debt over sports cards. That's not fun. I think there's a balance, and you just got to figure it out. I think it also teaches you uh, when you're on a chase and something pops, selling what you don't want to. Like, there's stuff that you have to sell because something popped up unexpectedly. And you got to be prepared for that. So for me, I have been 
knocked out on all of the cards that I've been chasing for the last, I would say, three months at least. The last three months in my auction, it is, it's like, uh, I'm like the 0 and 16 Lions. Uh, it's that bad, but worse probably. Maybe, yeah, 0 and 16, maybe 16 L's in a row is about right. My luck turned around, and my luck turned around, and I'm sharing this on the Stacking Slabs podcast, and I'm excited um, to show this card off, but my luck turned around for a big card for me. Now, this isn't a big card for you or a big card for the high, I don't know, but a big card for me. So I have been chasing a Carson Wentz card that I can call my big boy Carson card. The card that I can just put down and say, this is what my Carson Wentz PC stands for. This is the centerpiece. This is where the rest of the cards go around and look at this card and they, they all stand before it in support of the centerpiece. Now, I have been moving and shaking and trying to acquire Carson Wentz cards, not in volume, but Carson Wentz cards that I want to start this journey off with. This, this, this journey as a fan, he's my new quarterback. I've talked about the prisms and the parallels and the selects and the parallels. Well, I did not have that next level, next tier card. I have struck out, and I don't even want to bring those up right now. Actually, I'm going to. I'm going to because I'm pissed off. <laughs> and I'm pissed off, and you're, if you're listening to this and you are a part of this, I just got to say, how dare you? How dare you do this to me? You know what? At the end of the day, it is not about me. It is about you, and it is about the decisions that you all have the opportunity to make, and you know what? So be it. So, trying to pull this up. Yep, there it is. Unbelievable. Well, so the, I, I lost a... Carson Wentz cracked ice not too long ago. I had the same bid as the winner. Bid the exact amount that was his high. High goes to the runner. Cracked ice, 9.5. Rookie ticket to somebody else. Well, I look and I'm looking through my Carson Wentz searches and that card's back up. However, that card is listed for $1,700 more a couple weeks later. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> oh, I was telling my wife this story, and she's like, are you going after it? And I said, absolutely not. In spite of that, no chance. Anyways, someone else can have that card, or that guy, can, guy or gal can sit on it and have fun sitting on it. I don't care. Because I've moved on to better things for me. And it should be for you. It should, whatever decision you make, it should be for you. But for me, a week ago, I saw one of the worst listings of all time. Not a, not a, it just was a bad photo. It was behind a Jif peanut butter jar. I'm not trying to, I appreciate the seller, but it was just not a very, not a very great picture. Anyways, in the auction too, Ended at 10 a.m. my time. And I was like, wow, like the photography's not great. The auction ending time's not great. 
let me make sure I, I look at it every day, see how it goes. And this card continued to tick up, tick up, tick up, tick up. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting at my work computer doing some work and got about five minutes left. And so I looked at it, said to myself, this is my ceiling, waited to the last minute, put in my bid, and I couldn't believe it. It said, you're the highest bidder. You have won this auction. And I haven't won an auction in a long time. I've been getting beat up. So I am freaking thrilled right now in my, my pursuit of a big boy Carson Wentz card that I have landed. The 2016 Panini Contenders Champ Ticket Carson Wentz BGS 9.5 out of 25. That is my Carson Wentz mantelpiece that I am thrilled. And it was a chase and a chase that I cherished and will appreciate forever. So never lose sight of the card or cards that you are asked to. There should be obstacles. There should be L's. There should be a lot of things. But when you do land that piece, it'll make you appreciate it even more. Let's jump over to Prism because it's Prism Day. When I was re-educating and getting back into the hobby, I saw Prism. I had no idea what Prism was. I started to dig. It seemed like that's what everyone was talking about. I was looking at, you know, Zion, Ja, Luka, Trey Young, Jason Tatum's, all these names that are popping. And I was trying to dig in and I was trying to understand the brand and where it came from. And as I was educating myself, I quickly realized by going to the hobby shop that this was the brand. This was what everyone was chasing. I started buying some Prism stuff. And I'm looking back on it now and I'm like, man, this is crazy that you were doing that. I remember the cheapest, I was, I would, uh, 2019 blasters for 80 bucks, hangers for 100. I remember buying those. And then I remember months later, those prices just doubling and Prism just being completely absurd. Man, it seems like forever ago that I used to rip wax. Haven't done that in a long time. You live, you learn. But as I, you know, as I got integrated in the hobby and I started to understand how things work, I started to really dig into Prism and try to figure out, all right, well, this is this this set, it this product is significant. And it might not be the most glorious card from a, a visual perspective, but it matters. And so I've talked about on the weekly rip how Prism is important because it brings collectors and investors together and infuses those personalities in the hobby. And it allows for momentum, it allows for exchanges, it allows for a lot of excitement. So I know when Prism gets released, there's going to be a lot of excitement in spite of Lonzo Ball being hurt or not. And I, I hope Lonzo Ball gets back on the court as soon as possible because he's a fun, fun player, young player to watch, far exceeding my expectations, I will admit. But anyways, that there's going to be demand. People are going to be eating it up. I think it's always, always just want to be cautious. There's not a million-dollar lottery ticket in those boxes for most of us. There just isn't. So be cautious with the way you spend your money. You, that's your money. You do what you want. 
But just make sure at the end of the day, if you're going to buy Prism, it's it's what you want to do and it makes you happy and it's not just because what everyone else is doing. So in the spirit of significance of the Prism brand, I wanted to take a moment and just highlight based on card ladder data, yes, card ladder is my platform of choice. You already know that. By the way, shout out Chris and Josh for opening up the crossover last Saturday night and allowing yours truly to participate in an amazing conversation and my boy Yamwax. That was fun. That was out of the blue. I got the message from Chris and I said, absolutely, that sounds like a fun Saturday night to me. So we got to talking, chopping up some of the golden stuff going on and just talking cards on Saturday night with people who I appreciate. So I want to just thank the Card Ladder team for allowing me to jump on their show. Um, had a ton of fun, and I hope I get the opportunity to do that again. Much appreciated. But what I did was take Card Ladder data and bring to you, I wanted to highlight the top 10 Prism basketball cards based on current value. And I will put a little caveat, and I'll talk about these, but there is a golden auction going on. We already know this. It's going to close the third, the fifth, and the sixth, and it's got some pieces in there that are probably going to enter this list. So this is going to be fun. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to hear about some ridiculous cards and how much they're worth right now? All right, let's go. We're going to do it in descending order, okay? Number 10. 2015 card 182 gold BGS 9.5 Kobe Bryant. The last sale of this card was 148K. And as I'm, you hear the names on this list, I think you'll be really excited that to hear, I'm excited that Kobe, Kobe's cards made this list. And I think based on some indicators of what we're seeing with the Kobe Bryant market, if these gold cards get listed again and continue to get listed, Kobe is going to enter this top 10 in force. I think there's a lot of momentum, obviously, around Kobe that is not stopping you. Put People are all, all and I think Chris made this point, people were all, were all like, oh, is Kobe's cards going to be like, his last year cards going to be a thing now? And I think it's not just his last year cards being a thing. It's their gold prism cards of Kobe. There's only 10 of them. There's always going to be demand in that. So Kobe Bryant, 2015 at 10. Coming in at number nine, and there is a comparable in the golden auctions. We'll talk about that. 2012, LeBron, card number one, first gold prism, first prism set. BGS 9.5 at 174K. My goodness, that card, that is about to get shattered. 174K for that first year, first, pro, first year of the product, first card in the product, first gold card in the product. LeBron, my goodness. If I'm a LeBron collector, and I wish I was, that card would be a card I'd want. I have an appreciation for Heat LeBron, it was like the heel LeBron. It's like when LeBron went Hollywood Hogan on us. That's a great card. Coming in at eight, again, 
another golden comp. 2013 gold Giannis, BGS 9.5, card 290, 183K. Mamma mia. You're going to hear Giannis's name again. I promise you that. Card number seven, just sold in the last golden auction round. Anth- 2012, first set of Prism, Anthony Davis, 290, gold out of 10, PSA 9, 185, golden auction, AD hype. Number six, get ready to hear this name a lot. <laughs> All you collectors out there are smiling who are PCing this guy. Number six, Luca, card 280, gold, BGS 9.5, 191k coming in five 2018 luca red shimmer out of seven psa 10 198k coming in at number four golden sale 218 luca neon green fast break out of five 344k i agree with everyone on this one not a fan of this card fast break and neon green i know there's only five copies but 344. Jeez. Not trying to clown who owns it. Just not for me. 2018. This card is probably the man. I'm reflect this card that is listed at number three. There could be it's probably the most expensive in terms of value right now card in the prison market. And that's the 2018 Luca Nebula one of one PSA 10. Sold according to Card Ladder for 561k. I I think that is 100. That is without question over a million dollar card right now. I think you'd ha- it has to be. I think I believe the backstory about that one is that one got uh, was in a latent break maybe. And sorry if this is wrong. He was in a break, and I think that card got sold from a break. I think that's the story. Number two, Luca again. PSA 10 gold. 10 780k february golden auctions and the number one card based on last sales data is the 2013 Giannis bgs 9.5 black mosaic one out of one 1.17 million freaking dollars those are some bangers and i don't think this is slowing down anytime soon it's scary, but those cards are going to continue to go up because Prism is significant, Prism matters, and people love those cards. So on April 3rd, 5th, and 6th, listen to me, I should be a damn spokesman for the Golden Auctions, baby. Give me the commission check. I'm just kidding. We got the PSA 10 Gold Luca is on there. It's at 300 k right now. 9.5 BGS 9.5 Giannis Gold's at 240k right now. LeBron Gold 9.5's at 121k right now and you got the 2012 Kyrie Black Label at 29 and Steph Gold PSA or BGS 10 Pristine at 42k. Good lord, those are some bangers, but I think if you are playing the gambling game, there are 10 LaMelo Ball gold cards out there. And the likelihood and chances that we might see these cards in the golden auction in the future, highly likely. So shout out to everyone who are excited, popping bottles, being in breaks, ripping boxes of Prism. You all deserve it. I want to thank Steve at Vintage Pacers 
nice dude. We talk Pacers all the time. Similar interests. He sent me a mail day with the Jonathan Taylor card and a sick Danny Granger immaculate patch, man. That was too much. I I appreciate it. Stuff like that good, means a ton for me, man. I, I will cherish those cards. Just want to shout out at Vintage Pacers. Steve, you're the man. Want to shout out all the momentum around the National. I think I need to book something. Hopefully it happens. I want to hang out with all of you. Want to shout out my, my I'm the biggest mark for Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, for cutting a sick promo on Dynamite. I want to shout out the Pinnacle and their video package and their new theme music on AEW Dynamite. That was gold, man. All business. I love that faction. I'm in. I'm a mark for them. Want to shout out the road to WrestleMania, even though it's not really heated up yet. It's WrestleMania season and we need to celebrate it. I want to shout out my man Zan Morning on the Hobby Hustle this Friday. We're talking wrestling cards. Zan is one of my favorite wrestling card collectors out. He's got a channel, Wrestling wrestling with Cards. It's great. I've been watching it ever since I've been back in the hobby. There are some awesome galactic sales that happened this week. We got a 2016 BGS 9.5 Giannis for 2200 a 2016 BGS 9.5 LeBron for 7200 a 2016 Steph PSA 10 for 3500 and a 2016 LeBron PSA 10 for 12100 I love Galactics, baby, so I'm following that market. I just want to say this. I don't want to name names, vendors, or businesses, but I just want to tell everyone, have qualifiers when you're doing business with people. Your qualifiers shouldn't be my qualifiers, but thinking about those things should be top of mind when doing business in the hobby. For me, things I appreciate are brand. When those people are outside of the room, what are, what are going on in my head? What are the things that they're doing to build and develop their brand? People as humans, like, are they humans, people I want to do business with? Are they in the game? Are they collectors at heart? Are they in the hobby? Are they in the weeds like me? Do they have a good reputation? Do they provide great service? Just want to shout that out. I think a lot of new companies are popping up, and I think we should try to support them. But make sure you do, you have your qualifiers, and make sure you're supporting the right types of people. Let me close this episode out with, with this one that I put out there. Buy packs and support your local card store. Buy slabs and your, support your favorite dealer. Sell slabs and use your favorite uh, consigner. Give back and share information with your favorite people in the community. Tons of way to support the growth of the hobby. Just go. Let's go, everyone. Let's get fired up. Let's have fun in the hobby. This is an escape. It's a great time to be alive, and it's a great time to collect sports cards. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. Hit that subscribe button if you're not already. What are you doing? I'll be back soon. Take it easy. Peace.